0: Anytime you're talking about the Pirates' future and their potential, and the quantity and quality that they need to add to their minor league system, almost all of the focus turns to the draft. It shouldn't. It absolutely shouldn't. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. In 2017, the Pirates were depending on who you believe, either forced to fire Rene Gallo as their Latin American scouting director or did so gleefully because Gaio was way too much of a truth-teller to coexist with the likes of Neil Huntington and Kyle Stark. There's a lot that goes into that story, and there are things that Gaio did wrong in Latin America. You can argue that he had to do some of those things because that's just the way of the world down there. But he unquestionably broke some rules. The Pirates very quickly, conveniently, replaced Gallo with Junior Vizcaino, who currently holds that post. As I'm talking to you right now, this, that was 2017. This is 2020. The Pirates have a prospect ranking, top ten, top fifteen, uh, wherever it is that you want to draw the line. That really includes only one meaningful Latin American player, and that's O'Neill Cruz, the six foot seven shortstop, soon to be outfielder, who's in or will be in Double A Altoona to start 2021 he doesn't really count toward this argument because he came in a trade from the Dodgers. So in other words, it's nice that he's in the system. It's great that he has all this power and everything else, but he wasn't acquired slash developed by the Pirates. Now, his development from the point of the trade onward is obviously the domain of uh, Pittsburgh, but before that, this was a Dodgers prospect. Within the Pirates' own mechanism from Latin America, there is currently no one of note. No one. There is an outfielder that some people like named Rodolfo Nolasco, who hasn't yet played above Dominican ball, uh, not Winter leagues either. I'm talking about Dominican Summer Leagues where the prospects are. He's still way too young to get a good read on. But hopes are at least reasonably high. Still, nobody puts him in the top 10 or top 15. And if you know how prospect link uh, rankings are compiled, you're not waiting that long. You just look at a player and you're awed by their potential. They're ranked by potential, not by performance, if that makes sense. And Again, there's no one here of note. You can blame, partially, Gaio for that. Knowing Rene as well as I do, I'm sure he would take some of that responsibility on himself. He's had some guys that he had high hopes for that haven't panned out even after his departure. And, of course, it takes longer for players to develop out of Latin America since they're signed at age 16, if you can believe that. But I've also heard not a peep about Vizcaino's guys, like at any age, at any level. And that's got to change. That's got to change something fierce. When you look around baseball now, and you see that dominicans meaning dominican nationals are comprising anywhere between 15 and 20% of the population of baseball uh, depending on the year that's that's crazy that's not even a small island it's a small half of an island i've been there it's very you could drive across one end of the Dominican to the other, even though there's no freeway and there's a lot of really, really bad roads and bad drivers, in three hours. But it, it provides an enormous chunk of Major League Baseball's talent. When you see someone like a Juan Soto make it to the Nationals at age 19 and it's just this absolute phenom, You understand that this is a pool in which the Pirates had better be swimming. There's a lot of things that are unfair about Major League Baseball's economics, but only at the Major League level. There's a cap in the draft. There's now a cap on international spending. You have to determine how to spend from your international bonus collection. They give you a cap You can't spend any higher than this. You can spend that figure on 20 players. You can spend it all on one player. But everyone has the same cap. So what the Nationals did is is the same thing the Pirates can do, the Rays can do, anybody can do. You just have to have the best scouts with the best eye and with the best relationships. Because now when everybody's dealing with pretty much the same cash – You're basically selling that prospect on your organization, on who you are, on what you can do for them in the long term. Are you the one that can make them the best player? Are you the one that can get them to the major leagues and not just collect that bonus? Gaio wasn't universally successful. No one is in that part of the world. But he did bring Starling Marte here. He did bring Gregory Polanco. And say what you want about Polanco and his struggles and whatever else here. You have to understand, the greatest achievement for someone out of, the, out of that part of the world is to make it. He made it, and he was a top talent. He's still a top talent when you get down to raw talent. It's just that it hasn't always clicked for him. But those players are now gone. And that's a really, really big problem for this organization. It's not something I've heard Ben Charrington talk a lot about, but I also know that it's an area that he's addressing and, in fact, over recent months, has addressed, uh, past tense, directly by altering some personnel and some roles, including instructionally. It's not just about acquisition. It's also about how they're how they're taught and how they're evaluated while they're still in the Dominican or in Venez- Venezuela or wherever it is that they are in Latin America. Big, big deal. I know this is not the sexiest topic when it comes to this team or baseball or whatever. You got to trust me. This is just as important, if not more important than, I don't know, whatever buzz thing I could bring up for 2021. Uh, this is where team like the Pirates has to be not just good, but really good. And they're nowhere near that right now. When we come back, just one question. time for just one question and that's always brought to you on this program by our friends at mike's beer bar down on the north shore right across from pnc park they're open for business again as is the sister operation right next door north shore tavern means you can walk into mike's sit down and enjoy your favorite beer from the more than 500 taps he's got flowing there you also can sit next door and have a steak on a stone which if if you haven't tried it yet, you're making a significant mistake in your life. Ooh, I said mistake. That sounded like a pun. Mike's is also delivering anywhere in Allegheny County and up into the Cranberry area of Butler County. You can get your Mike's service by going online at mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu or by calling 412-322-BEER. To order and pay, person must be 21, ID required and present to receive delivery. Mike'sBeerBar.com Today's Just One Question. I swear this is a coincidence being twinned up with the opening that I had, but it actually works out kind of nicely. It's from Clay, who asks, Are Polanco's struggles a result of poor player development? Ooh, Well, Obligatory clarification on a term inside the baseball world. The word development stops getting used once the player arrives in the majors. Fans won't agree with that. I might not agree with that at times or whatever if you're going by the strict definition of the term. But that's how baseball people see it. Development means what you do to get from rookie ball to AAA, and then from there to get from triple-A to the majors, and that's it. Once you're in the majors, it's all about performance. doesn't mean they're trying to, uh, you know, they're not trying to make you better. That's supposed to happen for everybody every day, even if you're a Hall of Fame veteran. You're supposed to be working on getting better. You're supposed to be learning new things, adapting to intricacies and changes in the game. But development, that term, applies to the minor leagues. So I'll start by trying to answer your question by looking at the baseball definition of development. Polanco in the Pirates system could do anything. Uh, Not necessarily the slickest fielder, but you saw everything else. Clay, you remember his first month in the majors. Remember when he arrived? Remember the series down in Miami? We were convinced we were seeing the next Dave Parker, that this was just some legend who had just magically fallen from the sky. He hit everything. He hit for power, obviously had the rifle arm, uh, big, strong, athletic. We were convinced we were seeing a superstar. No one saw that differently. There was a cynical voice at that time about Polanco. I didn't pick it up anywhere. I know I felt that way. So if you're going to talk about development, how did Polanco go from the island to that? You see what I'm saying? He was able to do whatever it was that he wanted to in the majors. Now, Did they find holes in the swing? Sure. Did they find ways to keep him off balance, uh, to confuse him, to fool him? Sure, they did that too. And that also is part of minor league development. Uh, They try to teach everybody in every system to be on guard for things that they'll only face in the majors. Want a good example of that? Jameson Tyone, when he was really young in the Pirates system, had that obscene 12-6 to curveball. And every time he'd get in trouble, and I'm talking about A ball here, every time he'd get in trouble, whether it was you know, bases loaded or a hitter that he thought might have his number, JT would just go back to old Uncle Charlie. He'd wait for the catcher to put two fingers down, and he would strike that guy out. It was a crutch. It was a perpetual escape hatch for him. He'll tell you this story himself way better than I ever could. So in his next year of development, he was told, No, you can't use that pitch anymore. I mean, you you can't I mean occasionally, but not as a way to get out of situations. They wanted to see him focus on fastball command. They wanted to see him get out of tough spots by using other pitches because when he was going to get to the majors, he wasn't going to be able to just. Flip that one switch and throw curveballs and get people out. Hitters were going to adjust. If they know a curve is coming, it can be Burt Blylevin's curve and they're going to hit it. Polanco had holes, obviously. Had holes that were never fully closed, just as obviously. But I'm more inclined to look at what's happened to him in the major leagues than I am in the minors. There have been times when he has felt frustrated. This was mostly with the previous managerial and coaching staff where he felt disrespected. I'm not guessing at that. I know this. And he felt as if every mistake that he made, and he's made some doozies, was magnified more than that of his teammates. Starly Marte at time felt the same way. And anytime you're getting Latin American players feeling sensitive about that sort of thing, it starts leading to other issues. Excuse? No, but I'm trying to explain some stuff here. For someone of that talent, to use that word again, to produce one of the five Greatest exit velocities in all of baseball, off the bat, in 2020, when he was an absolute disaster at the plate. But he'd still make contact that was absurd. There's talent there. But it doesn't click. It doesn't... It it doesn't work together. Is his swing too long? Is he not patient enough? Does he not have enough strike zone recognition? Probably all of those things in some form are true. But to go all the way back to your original question, Clay, are the struggles a result of something? Blaming somebody, yeah, we can always do that. Uh, I ultimately will always look to either credit or blame the individual athlete. I really believe that. Uh, I I don't think that can only run in one direction. You know, where if the player does great, you give all the credit to the player and none to the coaches, the same thing goes in reverse. Could Gregory Polanco have been more dedicated, more committed, more serious at different points of his career? Yes. Might he have had too much natural talent at times might he have had his position handed to him? even all through 2020, and now again going into 2021, he's already been declared the starting right fielder? Yes, but there's no easy answer, man. I I could do another hour on this subject. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening, and we will do this again tomorrow.